Passing On, a Good Omens podfic written by Entangled Now and read by Job. Summary, in which Aziraphale and Crowley have guests to entertain. The manor has guests again, and not the sort that show up in period costume to film whatever new movie or TV series needs a Regency backdrop. A shame, really. Aziraphale always gets so excited when that happens, so Crowley is always on his best behavior then. But these guests are fair game. What are they doing? Aziraphale asks, from where he's tucked in next to him, all smoky curls of hair and curious twists of ethereal vapor. Looking for the circuit breaker on the map, by the looks of it. Well, they're going the wrong way. Crowley grants agreement. Uh, I think they're holding it upside down. They both watch the group of nervous ghost hunters slowly venture further into the manor, with their spirit boxes, paramic, and various ghost-repelling objects. One of them scares himself by almost knocking over a vase, much to Crowley's amusement. What do you think? Shall we boot them out? Aziraphale sighs. <sighs> it's less work to just leave them disappointed. But less fun, Crowley counters. Much less fun. Aziraphale mumbles something which clearly wants to be agreement without actually agreeing with him. They both follow the group through the manor's corridors. Crowley is sorely tempted to leave breathy whispers on their spirit box or scratch at the doors as they pass, both of which have left ghost hunters deeply unnerved in the past. Had even caused one group to hightail it straight out of the place. But Xerophil is right. Getting a feel for them first is always a better play. They are supposed to be professionals. Tonight might be fun, Crowley offers as he slithers unseen to the front of the group. Though I still say the bravest we'd had are those electricians that stayed overnight to fix the wiring. They were getting paid to be here, Aziraphale points out. He's lingering at the back, trying to read something one of them is scribbling in a notebook. Oh no, that's completely wrong. The editions were 18th century. What are they teaching them nowadays? Crowley gives a half of amusement that has the spirit box crackling and pushes his hands into the spectral pockets of his jeans. Though he'd never technically worn jeans or had legs. Honestly, we've had nothing but kids lately. How are people supposed to prove the existence of the supernatural if a little bit of spectral nonsense rattles them? Crowley's trying not to be annoyed, but the edges of him are turning dark and curling away from his main body. He disappears briefly, so he can reform his shape. I've told you before, darling. You start too early. There's an art to this. 
You need to lull them into a state of comfort first. Let them believe their surroundings are entirely harmless. I've been a lot of things, Angel, but I've never been harmless. I know that, my love, Aziraphale reassures him. Crowley isn't technically a ghost. He was never human or alive. But that doesn't stop Aziraphale from relaxing back into the cold, amorphous shape of him when he slithered against his back and placed cold lips against his neck. We could lock them in the main hall and play with the lights. You like that? Crowley offers. That always makes you smile. I do like that, Aziraphale agrees. They follow the group back to the foyer, where they've set out a Ouija board and some candles. Ah, ah, the classics. You'll have to tell me how to spell tuberculosis again. Crowley sinks down next to the woman in charge, who's flicking through her notebook to find what looks like a list of questions. They were prepared, even. Looks like they did some research on the house and everything. Oh, Aziraphale looks pleased. He likes people who research. They spelled your name wrong. Oh. So we killed a lot of them, right? Crowley. He laughs at how scandalized his angel sounds. But Aziraphale knows he's only playing. Or mostly playing. The end.